Yo, this is Ethan, and welcome back to the Cantina. I'm Sully, and today we will be talking about episode two of the Star Wars series, Attack of the Clones. Yes, the second movie in the prequels was released in 2002 with a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 56% on audience score. This movie sees a teenaged Anakin in the midst of political strife in the galaxy while protecting an older Padme while Obi-Wan sets out to find out who is attempting to assassinate her. Yes, today we will talk about some interesting facts, favorite scenes, and other great parts of the movie, but Ethan, how about you go first? Yes, I will go with my, the scenes I liked, and for me, one of the scenes that I liked to see was the fact that they kept Padme's lookalikes, like her doppelgangers and stuff. Um, I just found those scenes funny. Like, every time someone tried to kill her, they found out it was just another uh, copycat. I don't know. I always found those funny. (laughs) I mean, the movie started with that. Literally. It literally started with that. And it shows that whatever was happening in the first movie, Phantom Menace, was not over. It kept going. Yeah, I found it it also funny because, like, she wasn't a queen anymore. She was... Like an ambassador, and she she's a senator. Senator, that's one. Senator, and she still needed those, like, copycats. I mean, it, it was funny were, to see. They were trying to kill her. I mean, yeah. I I would love to have a copycat to die for me instead of me dying. So, Dang, that's you didn't let someone die. For you. <laughs> that's hey, funny. it was for a greater purpose. Wow. So okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay. One of my favorite scenes has to be, like, almost at the finale of the movie where all the Jedi get together to fight Count Dooku's and their people. You mean machines? Machines, yeah, because they're not people. Anyways, <laughs> Roger, Roger, yeah, we got it. Anyways. Um, it's not like you said Robert, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest scenes for me. Like, I love that interaction and... Demonstration of power of the Jedi's willing to fight anything. Like the most Jedi we've seen in any movie, period. True. There's a lot of Jedi's. And the confrontation between Tom Dooku and Master Yoda. Amazing. That mighty midget is able to fight. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny. No, it also, like, so since you see all the, like, um, Jedi's in the movie, one that I really like to see was Plo Koon, the one that has, like, the weird, like, goggles. He looks <laughs> like he's wearing, like, a helmet for a space suit, like, all the time, because he was, like, one of, like, the main Jedis in the TV show The Clone Wars, and he was one of my favorites, so it was really cool to see him, like, actually, like, in live action, so. For me, I really, really loved the development of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I, I feel he kind of flourished in this movie, in a sense. Okay, okay. He was sidelined. But still. He was sidelined for the romantic weirdness of Anakin and Padme. Yeah, but anyways, like, seeing him grow from Padawan to Master, and now he's the one that has a Padawan, and that he was going in his own mission, and, and all that, I... I really enjoyed watching Obi Wan Kenobi in the, in this movie. I don't know, it's. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, but also one of one of my favorite scenes. Some some of my favorite scenes in this movie in general is of Kenobi, 
because mm-hmm. the scenes with Anakin are kind of annoying. <laughs> the one when he's on Kamino, just trying to yes, like I one, agree. one get the clones and also fighting Django. Those were one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and yeah. also the like water type planet is mm-hmm. super beautiful. Gave me like Avatar vibes. <laughs> the soundtrack is still awesome, even to this movie. Yeah. I I gotta admit, as a child, it was one of my favorite movies. Um, but now as a grown up, I'm like, um, why? Yes. <laughs> why did I choose this movie? So if we're gonna, <laughs> if we're gonna go into that, how about we go into the dislikes of this movie? How about you say some of the things that in this movie that you dislike? Well, um. Obviously, I did not understand this as a child, but we gotta admit, Padme's and Anakin love story is—it's so weird. I don't even care that it's weird. It's just annoying that the entire like movie is him just trying to seduce and flirt with her. The entire movie. Okay, for, so for me is Padme is always fighting with him, saying no, no, no. And it's kind of sexual abuse at that point. <laughs> Anakin is still trying to get with her. But at some point, it just like changes drastically. And Padme is like, yes, I've loved you too since the moment I met you. I don't know. You were like 14 and he was 9. That's weird. Like, come on. It, it is weird. So as I was looking through, there's actually theories that say that Anakin used the Force. Yeah, the Force like to the try and yeah. change Padme's mind- mindset on being with him. Yeah. Which I... It wouldn't surprise me if that would oh, be boy. the case. See, no, the thing that confuses me, going from, like, watching the clone, like, live-action Anakin, other than the first movie, is just kind of annoying. Like, him in this, and him in the third movie, is just kind of annoying. But then you see him in the Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. he's my favorite character. I don't yes. see the difference because somewhere in between episodes two and three, he's a great person, and then he loses all that character development into episode three again. And like they do kind of explain his like um him going down the dark path, but he was already kind of on his mm-hmm. way in episode two. So he was like on his way to a dark path in episode two, then gets completely turned around when he gets a Padawan, becomes like a better person and then goes back down that dark path again and i'm like where yeah. did the development go it, it is very different to see anakin in clone wars and then in attack and revenge of the sith so yeah. i don't know we'll talk about it in the next episode but yeah. um i i really do agree that clone wars show a different side yeah. of yes. Not only Anakin, but Obi-Wan and Padme, like a whole yeah. bunch of different characters. Even the relationship isn't annoying in that movie. It's really different. Because he, he's so low-key about it. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows how to, like, be quiet and chill about it. And in, like, these movies, he's always talking about her. Like, no mm-hmm. matter what. He's so rash. But, like, in the TV show, they're, like, so, like, low-key that, like, almost nobody knows about it. Like, mm-hmm. I found that very another thing that like kind of annoyed me this might be like kind of sad for some people him trying to save his mom was such a boring part of the movie for me it was so like eh. I don't know <laughs> I mean I don't know it was okay so I got mixed 
mixed feelings about that because he's having dreams, he misses his mom, and he has this responsibility to take care of Padme, and Padme says, like, let's go find your mom. And then he goes on this quest across Tatooine and murders all the Tuscans and all that. I I feel like the interaction between Anakin and his mom could have been a little bit longer. Mm, Not like at the brink of death. It it just seems like they threw that part of the movie in there just so we could see his dark side really quickly. I agree. I do agree with that. The whole movie has like I said this in like um the one about Phantom Menace, is he it seems like it has multiple different story arcs because obviously like the main point is like he's trying to protect Padme and Obi-Wan's trying to find out who's trying to kill her but like that's like the main part of the beginning of the movie and then he goes they go on their little side quest for his mom and then oh all of a sudden now they have to save Kenobi because he's in trouble and it turns into this whole like brawl of separatists yeah. versus republic and it's like so confused. I I do agree that that scene of his mom dying and all that is like trying to show how rash and how emotional Anakin is because he went on this killing spree of Tuscans and killed everyone just because he was angry and he was sad and grieving and all that. All of the deaths in this movie were anticlimactic. Like, especially one of the most annoying deaths that I have to come back to is Django's death from Mace Windu. Like, I don't know what it is about the prequels, but they kill off the most interesting characters, mm-hmm. and it's so anticlimactic. Like, when Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul, it happens mad fast. Like, he's just dangling there two seconds later, slices him in half, and then you got Mace Windu literally just walks up to Django, slices his hand off, and takes his head off. Like, And then, like, you see, like, his son, like, father. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I'm like, how are you? Gonna... Yeah. Like, he was so cool, too. It is, and I don't know why, but... Since they changed companies, not we know now Star Wars is part of Disney mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like they're trying to make up for all the bad things the previous yeah. thing did with the movies, because they're do- they're putting a lot of effort. Like over the last couple of years, they've been putting a lot more effort into trying to like, um, what's it called? Trying to find like the lore around the prequels. Mm-hmm. They've put a lot of more effort into. Like, the time around that mm -hmm. area, because since people didn't like the prequels as much, that's why, like, they made the TV TV show Clone Wars and all that stuff. They're trying to, like, make that entire, like, timeline make sense more. Yeah, because we've seen things in Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show that don't show in any of the movies. The TV show of Boba Fett, like, there's a lot of things. They're also putting a lot of, like, time. They're putting most of their, like, stuff right now that they're putting out is either like possibly they put out stuff that's like after the like new movies mm-hmm. but most of the stuff they make is usually between revenge of the sith and, and a new hope, hope. like yes. they're, they're trying to like fill the, what is that like almost 20 years of space mm-hmm. because that's a lot of like time where just nothing happens so they're trying to yeah it explains a lot of things like when you go back to it it's like oh that actually makes sense yeah. But but overall, um, this movie has a lot of things that they can <laughs> work yeah. through. <laughs> but um, also, it has like some like 
parts that like made me laugh or I thought was cool. Like in one scene, I forget this one specifically. Um, Kenobi says that uh, Anakin will be the death of him, and I kind of just like uh, laughed at that because I was actually kind of ironic because he does yes. literally. So, yeah. I mean that that scene is is one of the best quotes. Um, cause we, we looking, see, looking Trump. back on it, this, yes. this movie does have a lot of different like parts where like looking back, like if you watched the movies, like mm-hmm. prequels first, you'd be like, eh, okay. But if you watch like the original movies, then the prequels, you'll be like, oh, okay. Cause also like when you go back and, towards like the very end of the movie, when they're like chasing down Count Dooku and he has like the plan, like mm-hmm. you see, he has the plans for the Death Star. And that, that was that was very cool to see. Like they had the plans for the Death Star, like at least thirty years before the Death Star was even created. Yeah, there's this um, like at the very last scenes, I think, mm-hmm. where Obi Wan says that um, without the clone, like without the clones, it would have been like we would have died or lost. But they you, still died. But um, Master Yoda says like. You think this is the end? Like, this is actually the beginning. And then we, like... um, We see Palpatine, like, looking over all the clones. It's, like, foreshadowing what's to come. Yeah. Um, But we'll discuss that in the next episode, because it's a lot more development. Um, No, that was was a very interesting time. Do you have any, like, interesting notes or something when... You were doing your research for the movie? Well, um, apparently members of NSYNC, sync, however you say that. In sync. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, that. Um, <laughs> they filmed a cameo for the movie. Yes, and I saw I, <laughs> I actually like, find it hilarious. They were supposed to be Jedi's. <laughs> like, imagine, like, Joey Fatone and Timberlake. Justin Timberlake with a lightsaber. <laughs> it's fun. hilarious. Every woman between their 30s and mid late 40s will be like ah. <laughs> yeah no that was funny also one thing that i saw that i i don't know why this one really sticked out to me originally count dooku wasn't supposed to be like a dude at all the only reason they they kind of like switched up count dooku once the the actor mm-hmm. they got for count dooku they're like okay we're making this a guy right now because the original concept art was it was going to be a female and it was supposed to be like Every, like, like she was supposed to somewhat look like Padme. It, it wouldn't be that big where, like, people would be like, she looks like her twin. But, like, the concept art was she was going to look like the opposite of Padme. Like, she was going to kind of be, like, an evil mm-hmm. Padme. Like, she was going to be dark, wh- like, whitish with red and kind of bald. And then eventually they ended up using that concept art for Asajj Ventress in mm-hmm. the Clone, in Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, Which saw- is actually, like, Count Dooku's... Padawan, yeah, in a sense. Padawan, I saw that and I was like, that's really cool since um, Asada Ventress is like one of my f- favorite. She, she she's, she's awesome. She's like, from the dark side, she she's yeah. really, really powerful. And I, I really believe like, that could have been such a great storyline if yeah. that actually happened. Like, it had so yeah. much potential. I want her lightsabers. <laughs> They're awesome. They're cool. So, another thing was that over 400 actors auditioned yeah. for the role of Anakin Skywalker. I saw that. I saw that some of them were like, one that like really stuck out to me was like, the two that, 
I don't know. How about you say like one or two? Then I'll say one that stuck out to me of the actors. Heath Ledger. I mean. Imagine Joker being Anakin. It would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. It would have been. But sad. See that that's the sad part because like well, two of the main guys that stuck out to me that they looked into was Heath Ledger and Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. And they unfortunately passed and away. And since they both passed away, they wouldn't have been able to mm-hmm. have done like what they're able to do with Hayden Christensen right now. And another one that also tried out for it was Christian Bale. And I find it hilarious. I do not see him as... I cannot see him as Anakin. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can barely see him as Batman, but... (laughs) Hot topic. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, but I don't know. Those were very interesting to see. Another main thing that I saw was the literally all of the troopers for the like fighting scene mm-hmm. none of them were real they were all computer generated that's actually sad <laughs> i mean imagine like all of those troopers being do you know how many tro- that would like how much money that would take how many actors they would find even stun doubles like that would take a while because that was a mass army true it it saves up money and time and all that but can you imagine like an entire fleet of like clone troopers just marching around. It would have been awesome. Like, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I found, like, that one part really stuck out to me. And another one that <sighs> stuck out to me was the... That the the first draft... George Lucas didn't finish the first draft of this movie until three months before filming even started. And that's, like, an insane short amount of window mm-hmm. for there only to be three months in between him finishing his first draft to them actually starting, like, the production of this movie. Yeah, it actually... I don't know. It shows... I don't know how how to feel about that because probably the thing was rushed, and that's why it has, like, so bad things happening in the movie. Yeah. Because I, I do know that George Lucas can do so much more. He can. See, the thing that I found funny when i go back looking at like the rotten tomatoes versus the audience score is when you look at phantom menace phantom menace had a lower um on rotten tomatoes but it had a higher audience score which makes sense because the movie was actually like somewhat decent it wasn't bad Mm -hmm. but the rotten tomatoes i understand was because like how it was done it wasn't done that well because it was the first one this movie it's rotten tomatoes were higher but, but audience the audience were yeah. lower. Yes. And I think that's mainly because how they produced this movie, it actually came out really well. But since the main tagline of this movie mm-hmm. is Anakin and Padme's relationship, that's why the audience scores so low. Yeah. Definitely couldn't have been better, but it's still part of the Star Wars trilogy. So, so of course... Trilogy. Trilogy. I'm sorry okay. for my English. <laughs> Your English is... Okay. But before <laughs> she attacked me, uh, thank you for coming to our podcast. Wait till next week when we do Revenge of the Sith. Like, share, comment, subscribe, and we will see you another time in another galaxy far, far away. Stay soon.